Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about sex and attachment. Because this is a really important topic. Yes, it is. And it's much debated. It really is. But we're going to explore uh, how sex and attachment go together. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to explore some different opinions. Mm -hmm. And I'll share my thoughts on it and maybe you could share yours. Yes. And we're going to talk about... Uh, Susan Johnson today. Yes, our who, new friend Susan Johnson. Who is a very uh, excellent and uh, highly insightful oh, yes. therapist and one of our favorites one out One of there. our favorite people. She has summed up everything that went before her and has broken new ground herself. So we will continue to profit from her brilliance. Yeah, she really is uh, someone that took on the work that John Bowlby did and kind of expanded upon that expanded upon she reviewed everything in the world and then expanded upon it yes so let's talk about this today margaret because right. this is so big like a, a huge component of a romantic relationship yes. is the sex and the intimacy yes and a lot of times i think what happens in a relationship is when you're with somebody for some time they become more of like a friend and which is not bad to be a person's friend but it loses the component of the romance and the lust that you initially had when you started dating that person. I think that what Susan says is, you can have it always. And I agree. <laughs> but you have to work at that. Yes. It's an effort to work at oh, that. Oh, yes. So okay. let's talk about that, Margaret. Okay. Um, and what Susan starts out by saying is, our culture says that sex comes before attachment. Mm-hmm. She says, however, studies over the last 10 years are clear that attachment brings on sex. Our attachment style, secure, anxious, or avoidant, influences our motives for having sex mm -hmm. and our sexual performance and satisfaction and the impact of sex on our love relationships. Now, there's, I mean, we could talk for three days probably about that sentence alone. But let's go through the attachment styles and I'll let you know what she says. Okay. She says avoidant attachment style. She has a name for that. She calls that sealed off sex. Sealed off sex. Sealed off sex. In that other doesn't words, sound very inviting. No. In <laughs> other words, you have sealed off your emotions from the sex. Mm -hmm. And the sex is a little bit more mechanical and just a little bit more physical. You got it. And not really part of your emotional makeup. Yep. That makes remember, sense to me. This is avoidant. Okay. Mm -hmm. So folks who are uncomfortable with emotional closeness and dependence on others are more likely to have sealed off sex. The focus here is on one's own sensations. Sex is a self-centered and self-affirming performance aimed at achieving climax and confirming one's own sexual skill. Yeah. Technique is prized. Openness and vulnerability are shunned. Sure. Okay, so these are the clients who say to me, well, I'm having an affair with him, but it doesn't mean anything and I can turn my emotions off. Okay, 
Um, which and they mean that. They do at the time. It doesn't always work. No, it right, doesn't. Right. But they feel, when yeah. they say that, they, they mean, mean it at the yeah, time. Yeah, it, this doesn't mean anything, and so forth and so on. Um, partners' feelings are deemed insignificant and are easily dismissed. Pleasure without emotional engagement, however, tends to be fleeting. Mm -hmm. The next day, we just go on as usual. The relationship doesn't improve, really. And she quotes a number of cases where the people would say that they would have basically sealed off sex, but they didn't like each other any better the next day. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe uh, the sex wasn't so good then. Well, <laughs> it was sealed off. There's not even a, hey, thanks for last night. That was great. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's sort of like, you go to work, I go to work, so you... Okay, that's avoidant now. Remember, these are people who work very hard to separate their emotions from the rest of their lives. Sure. Okay. Then we have anxious attachment style, mm -hmm. and she calls that solace sex. Solace, solace sex. like comforting, okay? Anxiety is the major feeling for people who are highly vigilant and sensitive to even a hint of rejection. Sure. Sex serves a reassurance that they are valued and desired. Okay. For and men, not going to be abandoned. Right. Yeah. That's the big one. For men, it is usually the sex, sex act itself that gives comfort. For women, it's the kissing and cuddling that precedes and follows it. Okay. Okay. Um, it makes perfect sense that our basic comfort with closeness and vulnerability affects how we express and experience sex. We are wired to put safety first. If we have to constantly monitor our partner's level of love for us, we are distracted from the attunement and responsiveness that good sex requires. Mm -hmm. In other words, if the entire time I'm having sex with you, I'm wondering if you really love me or if you really are talking with somebody else on your phone, mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to be responsive. And you're not going to be um, connected or no, engaged. You're right. going to be that's kind of, right. thought. your thoughts are off in the that's other things. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, we can't be flexible and coordinate our response. We mm -hmm. lose our ability to lead and to follow. An obvious dance metaphor. Um, anxious attachment seems to amplify this effect of good and bad sex. And she's saying, you know, some days it's great and some days it's less great. A client shared with her that it's, if it's really good sex, it restores my confidence in our relationship for a while and I can believe that he loves me. Yeah. I am more affectionate to him then. But if the sex seems just ho-hum, I become really upset about it. Yeah, because now she's thinking, or they're thinking, this person is not interested in That's me right. anymore. They're going to yeah. leave me. The yeah. sex isn't even good anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, I become really bothered about it. I think about it all the next day, and I get edgy. Yeah. Then I tend to push him for more attention, and all my worries about him not really loving me come up. Yep. It usually ends in a fight. Yep. So that doesn't improve your relationship sure. one bit. Because now instead of it going to create a bond and a yep. connection, exactly. you're fighting over it. Exactly. Sexual satisfaction for both the anxiously attached and the avoidant is constricted. Mm -hmm. The anxious partner is preoccupied with being loved and yep. the avoidant partner is determined to stay detached. Yep. Okay. Worry and distraction do not make for expansive and fulfilling sex. Okay. 
Secure sure. attachment. She calls that synchrony sex. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, a secure bond is characterized by emotional openness and responsiveness in the bedroom, as well as outside of the bedroom. Okay. That leads to a better communication and in better communication and engagement. Focused attention is much more possible, which in turn leads to greater arousal, pleasure, and satisfaction. Mm -hmm. This is sex at its most rewarding. Yep. Okay. Sure. It gives us great hope for the future that we can now describe the three attachment styles and their implications for sex. We did not know this information even 10 years ago. So it is very, very hopeful. Mm. Um, and she quotes Yogi Berra. If you know who Yogi Berra <laughs> is, he caught for the Yankees. No? That's right. He caught for the Yankees for how many years? He was a manager for the Yankees. And too. a manager, yes. And he said the funniest things on earth. He did. And she quotes him by saying, now we have a map of how to figure this all out. Because Yogi Berra said, if you don't know where you're going, you'll wind up somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> Yogi I'm not Berra, gonna. I'm gonna leave Yogi that Berra one alone. Said wonderful things. Yes, yes. You do that. Um, in any case, it's it's progress that we can say as much about it as we can. Yeah. Um, and she will say the securely attached people. You know, don't you get tired of these securely attached people? They get all the goodies and everything is easy for them and everything flows well for them. So I just remind, want to remind most people who are not securely attached that it's not your fault, okay? Yep. If we're born into families out of which we come securely attached, we're very fortunate. But just remember, your attachment style is not your fault. Um, but in general, if you want to know how to work on all this, it sounds like working on being more attuned to your partner, tuned into them both emotionally and physically. That is one of the areas that we constantly try and teach you with. Yes, um, that to be more attuned and to listen more and better. Because people ask always the practical question, as they should. So what do we do about it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's the thing that's difficult when you're watching a video like this, okay? All of you guys are listening and you're like, how can I put this information into practice right now? Now, now that I'm in, in my 30 day or however many day, yeah, yeah no contact. Um, and we never we talk never about 30 the 30 days. days. Right. But she says that because that's Everybody what most people call it. standard, yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys are thinking, okay, I wanna start doing this thing with my partner. Well, that's fine if you're in a relationship, but if you're in a breakup, this does not apply to you yet. Not now. Okay? Right. This is the information you have to learn and work on teaching yourself and educating yourself for when the time comes and at that point and you're, say, you're re-engaging with your ex and trying to work things out. Right. Or if you're dating other people. This is not information you're trying to play when you're in no contact and right. you're not reaching out to a partner. Right. A right. lot of people, I could see it already in the comment yeah. section. Well, I, I how do I do too. this if I'm in no contact? Right. Um, but <laughs> You don't. This is not, you can't do this if no. you're in no contact. But the work you do will make a difference if you get the other chance to reach out to this person after they reach out to you. This is the personal growth stuff that yes. we're trying to help right. you guys learn. Because if you don't learn this stuff now, you're going to be behind when you're trying to re-engage with your ex and you're not going to be emotionally prepared. If you spend all your time obsessing about where they're at and what they're doing, you're wasting time. Because all that time that you check their social media, 
that you're looking to see when they're on or where they're at or who they're talking to or what they're doing. All of that is going to keep you from working on yourself and preparing for when they do revisit the idea of coming back together. Or if that never happens, and sometimes it doesn't, you are prepared for your next relationship. Right. You've got to do the work now. And if you don't, you're going to be sending us an email on the woulda, coulda, shouldas, which we get. <laughs> yeah. So thinking about your own attachment style and how maybe you view sex is going to help you understand not only yourself, but how you would act with a partner and understanding that if you're anxious, you're probably more drawn to avoidance. And right. if you're avoidant, you're probably drawn more to anxious, anxious. people. Yep. It seems to be like the yin and the yang. It really does. That we are really attracted to yep. contrast, right? And right. the people that are the, almost the opposite of us. Right. So you've got to understand that sex and attachment are going to come up in your relationship. And if you're anxious, you're going to be stressed out whenever you're feeling rejected or... The if, slightest hint that the word rejection is still in the dictionary. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Abandonment. That's yeah. it. You're terrified. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're avoidant, you're just trying to maybe enjoy the physical aspect of it, but not trying to connect emotionally because now that's overwhelming you. And you've got to get comfortable with both scenarios, whichever one you are. You have to get to a place where you're more comfortable and say, okay, I'm feeling a little bit smothered right now. Maybe they're coming on too strong, but I'm going to enjoy this anyway. And I'm just going to understand that it's, they don't mean to do this. Right. It's just that's what's going on with them, and I'm going to try and be patient. Right. Right? But it needs to be what's going on with both of you. And Susan goes on a little bit. This is just an addendum. And she talks about um, Western society in general. She lives in Canada. She's talking about Canada, the UK, the US. Um, all those English-speaking places, and she says we're a, a society that's obsessed with avoidant sex. Okay? I, I think that, yeah, there's a lot to that, I think sure. That's, I think she's absolutely right. And she's saying, but it really isn't what most people want. It might be what most people can get, mm -hmm. or where they're going to begin, but it's really overall not what most people want and she of course wishes everybody to have an integrated relationship that integrates love, sex, attachment, all of those things together. And that's exactly what I was trying to say up front right. is that a lot of times the relationship isn't love and attachment to and begin with, lust. Right. You need, you need the, the love right. and you need the lust yeah. and it's got to be both because right. if it just becomes about uh, friendship then the lust dies and then you're going to look for your needs elsewhere. Right. So it's important and I don't think a lot of people can do that. I don't think a lot of people can naturally um, have a good friendship with their partner and yet explore the maybe uh, sexual desires they have, especially if they're embarrassed to open up about I have these fantasies right. and they don't feel comfortable because they just get in this friendship mode so like they start to explore using other people for their lust side. Exactly. Because I could do these fantasies exactly. with a stranger. Right, I could do these fantasies with a stranger, yes. And if you want to drive poor Dr. Johnson crazy, tell her that friends with benefits is a good idea. <laughs> because to her, that's the most separated issue, separated kind of sex you can find. All right? Interesting. But all different ways I'd to think about I'd have to think about, about that one. Yeah. 
all, all ways to think about that. I mean, certainly, if you're a grown-up and, and you consent, you can do anything you want. Sure. Um, but integrated is usually better than separated. And I don't think a lot of people that are struggling with their attachment issues can incorporate the lust and the emotional connection. I think that's entirely possible. And it possible. takes time. And, and awareness is key. Yeah. So maybe this video will be uh, something that you can use to kind of be a springboard for thoughts and thinking about yes, it. Yes, absolutely. And that's what we would hope for. Mm -hmm. Because the more informed you are, the better off you are. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Great stuff, Margaret. All right. So, of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype. Margaret is now available for Skype coaching. And Margaret's quite busy, so I'm very thankful to all of you who've signed up to talk with me. It's great. All you have to do is click on uh, Margaret at the top of my website to sign up with her. Make sure you put a like on the, on the video and subscribe to the channel. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net.